Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Russ and Sky Stevens. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you both here today. Uh, we're going to talk about an important topic, um, which is how do businesses increase their profits and grow because if they're not doing that they're shortly going to go out of business and you've had a very successful business and one we've not talked about or had on before which is your builders and you have a, a book that came out recently professional builders secret um and you lend uh in your book and on this upcoming interview you're going to share some of your secrets you've learned and how to grow a very successful and profitable business but before we go to there, I'd love for each of you to share a little bit about your backstory and how you came to working together. Hey, Christina, thanks so much for, for having us. Uh, excited to be here. Um, yes, in, in terms of my backstory, uh, how far do you want to go back? Because uh, it was quite a long time ago. But uh, I guess if we, uh, we hit the highlight reel, arrived in Australia in 2006 after emigrating from the UK, having built a business up over the years in the UK and then selling it, moved to Australia and kind of spent a few years figuring out what to do next. Uh, got involved in uh, construction and then services to the construction industry. And uh, it was that point uh, with Sky that uh, we set up, first of all, a marketing agency just for builders. Um, that then led to us starting up sales training for builders because we realized that uh, you know, generating leads was only half the battle. They, uh, they needed some help and guidance on uh, taking those leads through to contract. And uh, that was really successful too. And, uh, but we, we realized that um, they still weren't making the kind of money, the margins that they uh, needed to be making. And they were time poor, which is why we launched the Association of Professional Builders 
and we now help builders with marketing, sales, operations, financials, and even leadership and self-development. You know, it's great that you're in that industry and area, guys, because I recall many years ago being asked to come into a construction business that was 700,000 upside down. And I was like, <gasps> and I was like, maybe it's not a good idea. I come work with you guys because I don't know if you'll be able to pay me. Um, but they could have really used your help because you might be good at building. You might be a good kind, you know, contractor. But do you know how to negotiate the deals that get your people paid? And that's where you guys come in. Uh, Sky, share a little bit about how you entered into the business as well. So, uh, well, I mean, Russ has, has said the story like perfectly. We created a marketing agency together like like 10, 11, 12 years probably at this point um, ago. And yeah, that agency grew and grew and we realized the biggest gap was sales and we could generate all the leads in the world for some builders. Unfortunately, some builders still couldn't close them. And the main gap was having a sales process, being able to qualify, being able to close. So we launched sales training that took off and, you know, we still saw gaps and, and yeah, just echoing Russ's story. This is what led us to create a very holistic approach in APB, targeting the five core areas, sales, marketing, operations, financials, and self-development. Yeah. And what everyone might not know is you're also a father-daughter uh, partnership. So not all families get to work together. So that's probably a, a unique partnership. Very unique. Yeah. And it's great that you get to work together. Uh, um, I wish I could have worked with my dad. He was a pastry chef, was not into pastries. But uh, but now what have you found working with some um contractors or builders that they don't understand when it comes to growing their business? Because I'm guessing there's there's missing pieces that often people in that area don't understand about growing their business. Yeah, look, the, the most important thing in the first place we always start is understanding their numbers and construction financials are quite complex. There's, um, you know, to be fair, you know, we shouldn't just point the finger at builders here a lot of accountants uh, are not uh, don't fully understand how to prepare construction financials and that's because there are a few nuances in preparing them which can kind of throw you off the scent and, and a lot of that is due to the terminology that we use in the industry we use a particular phrase that means three different things to three different industries and that phrase is work in progress it means one thing to an accountant it's how they've been taught uh, to calculate work in progress mm -hmm. uh, it means something different uh, in the software industry and because it's actually calculating a liability in new construction and it means something completely different again to a builder who uh, a lot of builders uh, think work in progress means how much work do they have in progress so we can end up with three very different numbers relating to the same term and when you consider that it makes up a very large part of uh, either an asset or a liability in a construction company that's a, a very big thing to get wrong and uh, yeah that that's the first problem that we try to fix with builders you know that that's fascinating um, because I recall many years ago looking at certain ads in the paper for real estate um, offices and they were looking for people who had also worked in the industry which often happens they want people who've already uh, dipped their hand in that industry have an idea of the lingo and the terminology and working with the type of clients they work with um, so when you come in to work with builders and say maybe they're not 
how do you say it, not up to speed on how to get the best help they need or talent, how do you start about finding or helping them find people that are perfect to help them grow their, their business? Well, this comes down to why we're so driven on numbers. So as soon as someone starts working with us, even on one-on-one, we've got like private mentoring on offer. And if we work with any builder, building company owners one-on-one, the first thing we start with are their numbers because often, and I think this is true in any kind of coaching, a lot of general coaches and consultants tend to follow that consulting method of, okay, so tell me the problem. What do you want to fix? Mm-hmm. And that is a very reactive way of coaching. Mm-hmm. What we do instead is we will ask for the problem and try and hear and understand what do you think the problem is. But we will then trust but verify that with the numbers because the numbers can paint a very different story. And often what you'll hear as being the problem is actually just a symptom of a bigger problem. So we would rather try and verify what our clients are saying against their own numbers to try and pinpoint where the actual leak is, where the problem is, or what what the first thing we need to fix is so that we can understand, is that a symptom? Is it like a cause? Like what what is actually influencing this one big problem. And then we can create a roadmap with them together on what needs to happen and where we're going to go. Yeah, I like that you say that, Sky, because I'm getting here that if you talk to someone, they say, hey, I'm just having a problem with my accountant or my my associates or people I've hired and they're not working hard or I'm getting poor results from them. Instead, looking at their numbers and realizing, okay, maybe the accounting team doesn't have the proper training to understand how to bill or to do their books properly. So, you know, then you, you've reached more of the nitty gritty of what the issue is. Yeah, yeah, even, you know, maybe like projects haven't been priced correctly. So mm-hmm. you're losing margin throughout the build or mm-hmm. any other way, but you're blaming the way the accounts are getting produced. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Completely well, different. Yeah, it, it seems really, really vast. Now, when so when you reach in there, is it like hand on from beginning to end or you just kind of come in, give them uh, kind of, we're going to sit back, watch what you're all doing, ask some questions and then evaluate and come back with a plan of action. Or do you stay with them for a period of time to help them work through the issues? Well, uh, we've been working with, uh, builders that, uh, started with us when we started back in 2014, and we're still working with those companies, helping them to grow because as you grow a business, um, you don't suddenly solve all your problems and create the, the business that's now perfect and can be scaled up. You know, as you scale a business, different bottlenecks will appear in different places. It's, uh, it's an ongoing frustration uh, in business. The problem just moves from one, one area to another. And there's always things that you, you don't know. And taking a, a business from, say, 3 million to 30 million, that's going to pop up a lot of new challenges and then again to 60 million. So that's the reason that uh, we tend to continue working with a lot of builders that uh, that come to us uh, yeah, in terms of the, the length of time. The initial commitment that we ask for is a 12 month period minimum. We don't we don't hold builders to contracts, you know, um, we have to deliver. If they don't feel we're delivering value, they're free to they're free to leave. But we want to have a clear understanding before we start working with someone. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One that they are committed to improving their building company and they're going to commit to doing that over a, a 12 month period in terms of actually getting started we do a, a very in-depth uh, deep dive with them to understand where their problems are most importantly what their goals are where do they want to be uh understand exactly where they are with their financials and then uh as sky mentioned uh yeah we'll we'll create a roadmap a path um to actually work towards those uh those goals but the the work it starts instantly yeah there's no kind of let me let me sit back and assess what you're doing we because we only work with builders we pretty much know within the first few minutes of a conversation exactly where the problem is and uh where we need to be focusing our attention Wow. So you've gotten really needled in there where you could see it really quickly. Now, I, I'm what, our main topic here is like, how can businesses increase margins, not just builders and grow? What have you found working with builders in, in particular that I think can uh, cross translate into other businesses as far as a big reason why a lot of businesses stagnate or don't grow the way they should? I think in one simple statement, your margins, quite frankly, they're linked to your marketing. And so we've been able to prove this because we do what we call a saucy report, which is the state of the residential construction industry annual report for the last several years. And this is a massive survey that goes out to hundreds and if not thousands of building company owners across four different countries. And we survey them on over a hundred points in their building company from sales, marketing, financials, everything. And we can clearly see plain as day. And we've seen this in our coaching, but to be able to really see it on this scale is, is something else. Mm -hmm. You can very clearly see that the building companies that spend the most on marketing and advertising enjoy the highest margins. And that's because you are able to build up a bigger audience, demonstrate a lot more value, literally bring in a lot more demand for your products and services. And what's the law of supply and demand? They have a limited supply with how many homes can be built in a year. This is how margins increase. You get a line out the door, you get a wait list, you create this demand for your building company. So hands down, increasing your margins, you can't just put your prices up. No one can. Like you can't just put your prices up and expect anyone to pay, especially in construction, because this is often probably the the uh, the the largest amount that they are spending on anything in their lifetime. So that is a tremendous amount of money. So to just increase your prices without doing anything extra, um, 
that's not too possible. We have to be able to deliver a lot more value. So if we can increase our marketing strategy, produce better assets, take them through a better sales process, that is how we can sell a much higher value, higher margin contract. So increasing your marketing and advertising, investing in your marketing and advertising, your branding um, and all of your assets, and then paying to promote them is absolutely key. Yeah. I love that you say that. So many people in many different industries that have come across and interviewed with us say, well, you know, I just want to increase our, our cost and, you know, we're, we've been stagnating, so we just increased our prices. But did anything change in what you're delivering? Is it, what you're delivering exactly the same as what you delivered before? Because clients are going to feel like, well, I got the same burger yesterday and you charged me three extra dollars for that burger and it doesn't taste any different. What exactly am I getting here? I'm just going to go somewhere else. They'll begin to feel jilted. And uh, you also mentioned uh, that there is a higher return on investment for folks who are willing to invest more into their marketing and sales. And, you know, it's interesting. We've done um, campaigns for businesses and ad campaigns. And sometimes they'll say, okay, what can you promise as far as what we're going to see as leads or sales? I'm like, well, there's no promise because this is one step and one way to get in front of your audience. And you'll want to continue to find several ways to do that, not just one way, not just one podcast or one type of marketing. And even just to clarify that point as well, like, of course, you can just do a price increase. If it's quite nominal, sure. It's, you know, software platforms do it all the time. Um, the world does it. You know, this is what inflation is. But we're talking about, like, especially a building contract. These are huge amounts of money. So to just move a price point, the focus is still on price. And this is what marketing does for business and building company owners. It takes the focus away from price. And if you're investing in your marketing properly, you are investing in promoting all of the extra value you deliver. So it becomes a conversation about what value can you bring when they engage your services compared to how much you are. Yeah. So yeah, it's about competing on value, not price. That's the key. That's the key component, value and not price. Yeah. And I, I think any business owner listening in today, whether you're a builder or not, I, I think that's something you can take away that if you feel like, hey, we need to increase the value or services that we're charging, um, what value are you bringing to your marketplace? It's not just a matter of the price you're charging. There's a great book, uh, which we based uh, uh, a lot of our methodology on for our builders. It's called Oversubscribed and it applies to any business. And it's the the whole strategy of, you know, especially if you're service-based business, you've got a finite capacity. Um, you've got to generate a lot more demand than you can supply and get comfortable with that as well because you want to be in the position where you're saying no because that's when you create the queue out of the door i mean if you if you look at a restaurant for instance and uh, you go into a new town and there's two restaurants one's one they're queuing and the other is empty you can walk straight in you'll probably join the queue yeah, <laughs> yeah it's what we do we yeah it's the way we're designed isn't it as human mm -hmm. beings we're um, we're always on the hunt for a uh, scarce resource we we value scarce resources so that's what you want to make your business a, a scarce resource and most importantly get comfortable with that don't try to service all the demand yeah I like that that's a really good point Russ because I think I've heard from business owners that oh who are your major uh, customers who do you work for and they're like oh I serve everyone I'm like no, no, no. <laughs> you can't serve everyone and plus if people don't know who 
you really serve, like who you can best help, they're going to pass you right by. And one guy said, well, you know, I'm in the um, particular market where there's only 300,000 people in the US. So I want to broaden my, my chances of getting more clients. I'm like, what, 300,000 is enough for you? I mean, if you offer good quality service, I think that's a pretty big pool. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really, it's a really good point, and it is, uh, it's a common thing that we we see all the time as well. It's, uh, it's one of the fundamentals in, in business coaching is, uh, is showing people how to niche and target a smaller group, and um, th there is the, uh, the thought process, uh, the, the, the general misconception, like you say, that well, I, if I widen my net, I'm going to have more chance of sales, but it's actually the opposite because the, the more you niche, you actually get more of uh, of that particular target market which is better for your business as well because operationally it makes you more efficient which improves your your margins uh, as well and uh, and if you are open to doing slightly different work you will still get that work as well but you will be known as the the specialist which mm -hmm. enables you to charge a premium for your preferred niche yeah, I, I can totally see that. And what I'm getting here also is that when people go to look for you, like I was once at a networking event where they said, okay, everyone's got 30 seconds, tell everyone what you do and give the mic to the next person. Most people went over a minute um, and because they're not even clear what their deliverables are. And so, you know, if you want to serve everyone, but you're not even clear on what your deliverables are and what you're presenting to the marketplace, how can people even think I want to go to her? She's the expert. She's a specialist. Yeah, articulating who you do not serve actually draws the people you do serve closer to you. And I think we had a, a good example of that recently, Sky and myself, when we went to an event and uh, and the and the host started off by saying it's difficult to describe what we do. Uh, but it makes so much sense when you understand it. And uh, yeah, I thought, well, this was a, a coaching company primarily, mm -hmm. and they couldn't describe what they were actually providing. So it wasn't a very good advertisement. No, no, it isn't. But I don't want anyone to leave because I know there's a, a lot of wealth of knowledge and wisdom that everyone can take away, whether you're a builder or a business owner in another field and professional builder secrets where can they get a copy of your book and find out more about you easiest place to go is you can buy a copy of the book on amazon um, you can buy it as paperback you can buy it on kindle you can even listen to it on audible so if you just search professional builders secrets russ stevens and sky stevens it'll pop up and you get it instantly Awesome. And I have your website as association of professional builders.com in case there's some builders out there that need that critical help. I want to thank you again, both Russ and Sky Stevens for coming today to Savvy Broadcasting. Perfect. Thanks so thank much for having us, Christina. Christina. Thank you. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.